Alrighty, so, John the Bond coming to you on the 3rd of July, 2023. It's about 11pm local time here in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. And boy, have we got a show for you today. What happened was, on Saturday, we had another JLB member Discord call. And it was a very long call, I think. I was there for about 8 or 9 hours, and then some people were there for half an hour to an hour. Some people were there for like 4 or 5 hours. People came and went, as they usually do. And we talked about a whole bunch of topics, and one thing that came up was the shape of the Earth. And a lot of the members of JohnTheBond.com, they've only been there for one year, two years, three years. They weren't there back in 2015, 16, when this whole flat Earth thing was a, a really big deal. And it became apparent to me that maybe, even on my own website, JohnTheBond.com, there might still be a few people who... If they had to guess the so-called shape of the Earth, they'd go with flat Earth, which, if people believe that, that's their business, that's their prerogative. But I like to ask people, like, why do you believe this? And uh, one of the people on the call said that he could see, um, like, an island from his balcony across the ocean or across the bay, much further away than he thought should be possible on a ball Earth. And I was like, that's very interesting. Because believe it or not, I released a series called the Ball Earth Math Series back in 2015 explaining why this 8 inches per mile squared drop, the formula is accurate when used properly, but people almost never use it properly, especially people pushing flat earth. So I said, you know what? The YouTube channel associated with that, those uploads, was of course terminated by YouTube back in the day. But I'm going to re-upload those videos. So I re-uploaded them. And while I was going through my hard drive to find the videos, because I keep all my videos backed up, I also found some other crazy stuff. So without further ado, I want to play for you guys this. This is Jeff C. unleashes on JLB and retires from to truth movements. This is from November of 2015, folks. This is the best part of eight years ago. And I do remember, I do remember this, but I don't remember it being this crazy. So how about I play for you a couple of minutes of this and then tell me in the live stream chat if the audio is coming through at the right level. It should be, the volume should be about the same as what you're hearing from me right now. I'll play a couple of minutes so you get an idea of what we're going to talk about today and then I'll read your live stream comments as usual and hopefully we can all have a bit of fun and if you are on the JLB Discord server, feel free to come and join me for this here live stream presentation. Just be warned though that this is live so if you join the live room on the Discord, and then you start talking, like if we start chatting, that'll be live. There's no editing of this. This is just whatever I say, whatever you say is going out to the world here on the John the Bond YouTube channel. So let's just go and check that live stream chat quickly. Are you guys hearing me? Am I coming through okay? Yep, we've got with us. Oh, quite a little crowd is in there already. We've got YouTube, JT33, Kimmy Spread, Burra, Tim Osmond with an S is in there. Timmy Osmond with an S. I'll tell you what, Tim Osman, why don't you come and join? If you want an invite, I'll invite you to the Discord just to hear your thoughts. We've got Obmo, we've got YouTube. YouTube has been here from, from 2015. He's been here the whole time. Who else is there? Napoleon Wilson. Goodness gracious me, we've got an all-star cast of interlocutors in the live stream chat. Let me play for you guys this. This is full on. Guys, this is, this is from a live stream that Jeffrey did back in 2015. Now, for those of you who don't know, Jeffrey used to be the biggest dude in the, the so-called truth movement on YouTube, right? Had a massive audience. He was very popular up until a certain point. In fact, he was back in the early days when I first got into all of this, I actually looked up to this guy. 
I actually used to listen to this guy's streams every week. I would watch his videos as soon as he uploaded them. And uh, I thought of him as a pretty cool, smart guy. Until maybe, was it 20, maybe March of 2015? So I'd been following this guy for a year or more. And I started a YouTube channel and had him on as a special guest of one of my podcasts. And I really looked up to this guy. Then there was this Transasia disaster. And it split the so-called truth community down the middle between the people who thought it was a hoax and the people who thought it was real. And they started fighting over the whole thing. It was really quite uh, bizarre stuff. And so the what is left of the so-called truth movement these days is just a, a shell of what it used to be. Back in 2015, it was quite a scene. And uh, it, it was a lot of fun up until a point. So this is Jeffrey C. At the time had probably tens of thousands of subscribers, hundreds of listeners to his shows. Very popular guy. But he didn't like JLB. Let's take a let's take a listen to this. It's just uh, loading now. Take a look at this, folks. This is full on. So what I did was I should just explain. Right, and this is. I took clips from his live stream and uploaded the sections where he was talking about me. Guys, listen to this. This is this is actually this actually happened. All right, that's the thing. I've got the documents. I recorded what I did, and I've got backups of what I did. So. I can, and it's, a lot of it's on johnthebond.com, most of it for free, right? All the free stuff I did back in 15, 16, 17, all that kind of stuff, it's still there. So if I say, oh, this happened, and then I'm like, I can point you to it, I can point you to it. Whereas a lot of people from that time have disappeared. Jeffrey supposedly has since passed away. Uh, My heart goes out to the families, naturally. But even the people who have not disappeared, their channels get deleted or they delete their own channels, start new ones, whatever. Work gets lost. But not my work. No, no. I've got the documents. Take a listen to this, folks. You know, they go crazy with this because people support it. All these people that, that, that like, oh, yeah, look at this. John LeBond. Oh, my God. Truth Media Revolution. Ah. Hold on. I just want to go to the higher resolution for this. Here we go. John LeBond, Mr. Uh, Baller Skeptic, who never met a, a bullshit fucking psyop that he didn't love. Um, yeah, John LeBond, if you want the definition of a fucking shill, if you want a shill 100%, it's John LeBond. John LeBond is a, I don't know what, Australian shill or whatever, right? All right, so just tell me in the live stream chat, is his audio coming through uh, the same level as mine? Because I can boost him or lower my volume. So just let me know in the live stream chat right now, is his voice coming through about the same as mine? Timmy Osmond says, haven't heard his voice in years. It's kind of nostalgic. Yeah, isn't it, Timmy? It's... Takes me back to the good old days, man. And before Jeffrey went nuts, he actually was fun. You know, he made entertaining videos and he had some good things to say uh, back in the day. But these days, I mean, obviously, he's not saying anything these days. He's uh, supposedly six foot under. Supposedly. My heart goes out to the families. So come on, Timmy or Gandalf for YouTube. Let me know, is, his, is Jeffrey's voice coming through about the same as mine? Because if it's too soft or if it's too loud, I can't fix it because we're live. Hard man says, sounds okay. Yeah, he sounds okay, but he's at the same volume, guys. This is very important to me because I'm going to take this live stream and turn it into an MP3 tomorrow. And I don't want to have to try and balance it, um, which can be a pain. I want it to be the right volume right now. So tell me, I'll play a, a bit more and just tell me if the audio is about the right level. And, uh, yeah, these are the idiots of this movement, the people that are, are, are too dumb to fucking think for themselves. There's John Laban. John Lachille. John Lachille. Uh, 100% shill. 
Uh, John Lebon, let's check this fucking turd out. Ball Earth Skeptic. You ever heard of that? Ball Earth Skeptic? That's all he ever did. Ball Earth Skeptic. Look at this. Ball Earth Math Part 4. Yeah, so he, at this time, you can't see it on his screen because he wasn't screen sharing, but he does, he does screen share later so you can see what my channel used to look like. Yeah, I did the Ball Earth Skeptic Roundtable. I also did this thing. Ball Earth Maths. Now, in the Ball Earth Math series, which took me quite some time to put together, I explained why the 8 inches per mile squared formula does work, but only when you use it the right way, which none of these flat earth promoters ever did. What they should have been using was a different formula, which I also explained. And I didn't just explain it. I showed it. I showed the mathematics, yeah? Like line by line of the algebra to take the different equations you need and to arrive at a final formula. I did it all in this four-part series available right now for free at johnthebond.com. Go and check it out. Links to johnthebond.com in the show notes below. So anyway, let's get back on with old mate Jeffrey. Rob Files says, yes, it's equal JLB. Michael says, sounds good. Yep, everyone says it sounds good. Okay, excellent. Thank you, folks. All right, so let's get back on with this, guys. Let's listen to more of this. We're only one minute in. This just keeps going on and it just gets worse and worse. Take a listen to this. Ball earth this, ball earth that, right? And his fucking turd and his psyop all about ball earth. Ball, and it's always me. There's always me in these videos. He's always going on Jeff C. Well, Jeff C. No, I, no, I did not do that. Later on, he tries to provide evidence that I was trolling him or that I was doing something wrong to him. The best he can come up with is a comment that I left where I said nothing bad about him and actually said I don't think he's a patriot. So he accuses me of saying all these bad things about him. He had no evidence for it. And that's very typical. I shouldn't say very typical. That is typical of the kind of people, not just back then, but even to this day. And they've got all these problems with JLB. Oh, JLB, this... Um, show me the evidence. What did I do? What did I say or do? They've got nothing. You see, they have this emotional aversion to me or to my skepticism or my presentation style, whatever it is. So they make up these stories in their own heads about, oh, but JLB did this. No, I didn't. Show me what I did wrong. Nothing. But whereas this guy, later on in this, he starts saying that, he's like, oh, if, me and J- if I got JLB in a room, man, I'd love to curb stomp that guy. He actually says it about me. Seriously. It's, uh, this is full on stuff, folks. Well, Jeff C. Well, Jeff C. Well, Jeff C. You know, and, and look at this. I mean, Baller Skeptic Roundtable, episode 12. You need 12 episodes to find out the fucking earth is is brown well he doesn't find that out because that's a shill these guys are shills there they are going after us all the t- that was a great series by the way the baller skeptic roundtable series it's difficult to find on the internet these days but i still have all 12 episodes all of them right now you can find them at johnthebond.com yeah yeah boy time these people that's all they do is come after us this is their full-time job to push total bullshit and to come after real truthers people like no that wasn't my full-time job i actually had a job working an office job, a pretty menial job. Although the good thing was most of the time we weren't busy. So I was able to like sit there at my computer getting paid. And yes, sometimes we were busy, but then when we weren't busy, I could just do whatever I wanted. And so I would be on you. Back then I used to reply to all my YouTube comments. If someone left a comment on my channel, not maybe not every comment, but I would reply to people often because I had time to like, what else was I doing? You know, myself who are flawed and make mistakes. I make mistakes. I can be wrong. I'm not always 100%. If- yeah, you were. Jeffrey was wrong. He was trying to say the moon landings were real. I mean, come on, man. If I find out I'm wrong, I will pull the video. Yeah, and he pulled a lot of videos. Him and a lot of people back then that would upload a video, turns out that they had completely misrepresented someone or they had gotten something totally wrong, and then they just delete the channel. 
If I, not the channel, the video. Okay, if that happens once or twice, fair enough. I think you should still leave the video up and then just explain in the info box, guys, I was wrong. Make a follow-up video. Let people see how you were wrong, why you're wrong, so how you've learned from it, they can learn from you. No, these guys would just delete the videos, I think, really, so they could keep getting away with it. They could keep making these kinds of personal attacks. And with this live stream that he was saying shit about me, I just kept a copy. So that when he tried his stupid tactic of, oh, I never did that. Yes, you did, Jeffrey. I've got, I've got the documents, son. I've got the documents. I always do. Look at this. Ball Earth, Ball Earth, Ball Earth, Ball Earth, Ball Earth, Ball Earth skeptic. Everything's Ball Earth. There's the betting, flat, special betting markets. Oh, the betting, yeah, the flat Earth betting markets. Uh, I'll have to re-upload that one as well. That was a funny one. I like that one. This is the way these people operate. These are shills. This is a shill. Okay, you could take my word. You could take this to the bank. You wouldn't want to take that to the bank, folks. You'd uh, wind up penniless. You could take it to the bank. It's money in the bank. This guy is a fucking shill. All right? And Jono, if I ever fucking see your face in public, it's going to be the greatest day. I'm going to fucking have a... Oh, yeah, what are you going to do, Jeffrey? Man. Have <laughs> fun curb stomping your fucking ass. Curb stomping me? Jeffrey Jeffrey wanted to curb stomp poor little John LeBon. If I ever see him... Yeah, what are you going to do? All these internet tough guys. And for the record, by the way, supposedly Jeffrey is no longer with us. So, sadly, we never got to meet in real life to see just how far he would get with his curb stomping shenanigans. All right. I mean, you guys are... So- Look, and dinosaurs are a hoax? Look at this. <laughs> yeah, well, so this is this is from November. So back in the middle of 2015 was the Flat Earth thing. And yeah, we did 12 episodes of the Baller Skeptic Roundtable, which, by the way, during that series we established, almost all of the best arguments that they had for Flat Earth were crap. The only ones that were left, they weren't arguments of Flat Earth. They were just arguments against heliocentrism in outer space. Yeah? So it wasn't like the Baller Skeptic Roundtable was pushing Flat Earth. No, I was debunking Flat Earth one by one by one, guest after guest after guest. And people can't believe that because in their minds, like, no, you were promoting Flat Earth. And I'm like, go back and listen. Go back and listen. People, they just, they remember what they want to remember. Then they go back and listen, like, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, that's right. Can, just people's memories are terrible, really. Dinosaurs, that's the next. Oh, yes, anyways, what happened was after the ball is hit the ground table series, I'm like, oh, guys, yeah, the show's successful. We're getting lots of viewers and lots of. Uh, nice comments and people are talking about us on other streams. It's great, but I think we've done enough. And at that time, I wanted to focus on dinosaurs. That was my new thing I wanted to focus on. thing they're doing. Dinosaurs are a fucking hoax. Dino fraud, fraud field work. You know how stupid this is? This is what they're, they're doing. Live dinosaurs seen in Brisbane. See, Jeffrey loves his 70 million year old dino fossils, doesn't he? He loves his 70 million year old lizard birds, yeah? Are dinosaurs like lizards or are they like birds? Well, they're kind of like lizards, kind of like birds. 70 million years old. Give me a break. It's being shot. They're making a mockery out of this. That's what they're doing. They're making a mockery out of all of you. They, they think you're so dumb. When he says they, he means me, less than medium. Uh, back then, Jeffrey really hated PK as well. David Weiss. Uh, there was a few people. And he lumped us all in. Oh, Red Pill Revolution as well. Jeffrey lumped us all in as though we were on some team. We were never on a team. We barely ever spoke. And what's more, some of those people didn't even like each other. Hold on, we've just got a some kind of cleaning truck going past. I've got the door open tonight. It's a nice, balmy, 20 degrees or so Celsius outside. A lovely summer evening. Which I was tempted to go out to the party district tonight, and I thought, no. I want to stay in tonight. 
try and get a relatively early night. And then I thought, well, what do I want to do on a, on a Monday if I'm staying in? And I was like, I know. I will live stream some of these flashbacks from the glory days, everybody. The glory years of the truth movement with our buddy Jeffrey C. That you can't see their bullshit. So did you just hear that? He just got a notification from Press Reset saying, hey, you think you're live streaming and screen sharing, but you're not. So he, he thought he was like showing everyone each of my videos and saying why I'm a shul. He wasn't even screen sharing properly. Thank you, Press. <laughs> I'm showing all this and they can't see it. There you go. Present to everyone. And I'm done with this shit. I'm calling it out. Are Dude, how cool is that? Can you see? Like YouTube used to be able to go to someone's channel and it would show their videos like this. And we had like, we had, like these little um, notification bells. Like this looks so retro now, doesn't it? This is like a real retro kind of look. This is how... This is how YouTube used to look back in the good old days. Right, I'm calling out John LeBon, you're a fucking shill. And you can go fuck yourself, you motherfucker. John LeBon, a.k.a. Lester Needium. Yeah, I'm not Lester Needium. But I used to think it was cool that people thought I was Lester, because Lester did some good work. But then in like 2017, Lester also went a little bit off the deep end and started trying to say that outer space is real. And I'm like, Lester, you should know better than that. So we had like a bit of a... Not a fight, but like... He uploaded some stuff. He or she. Uh, to this day, I don't know if Lester was a boy or a girl. Or an AI. That's a long story. But anyway, so Lester and I, I don't want to say we had a falling out, but, you know, after that outer space thing back in 2017, Lester and I had no further communication. And then Lester just dropped right off the map. For, for a period there, Lester was actually, like, as far as the um, the anti, the anti-truth uh, cult as far as anti-truth cult people go, Lester used to be pretty big, but then Lester fell off as well. They're all the same, right? And they all fucking hang out together and they all figure out ways to come after us. Yeah, that's what they do. So I was showing you that before, and I'm sorry I didn't have it on the screen, but there you go. Ball Earth this, Ball Earth that, Ball Earth everything. Everything's Ball Earth skeptic, right? You know how stupid? It's just stupid as, as fucking can be. And you people... Well, I can't blame all of you. But uh, this guy, and what he does too, he uses his Delphi technique where everything, if you come on to a show like I did here, I came on to a show because I woke up one morning flipping through the channels, I saw my logo up on the screen. And here he was doing a whole hit piece on me. Right? So I came on the show. Doing a hit piece, I was looking at the stuff that Jeffrey had said and then saying, what's his evidence for this? Why is he making these claims? Why is he accusing everybody who he disagrees with of being a paid shill. Now, for those of you who are relatively new to this corner of the internet, and by relatively new, I mean you've got here in the last, say, three or four years, you might not realize just how toxic and vitriolic it used to be at the pointy end, those of us who had decent-sized platforms and audiences, how everyone would accuse each other of being paid shills. I was the first one to come on and say, guys, all this paid shills nonsense, what's your evidence for this? What, how come you're all accusing each other of being paid shills? And don't you see how by doing that, all you're doing is the dirty work of the people who you, you claim that you're here to work against, right? So if there is a group who's trying to undermine the so-called truth movement, don't you see that you're the ones doing that by accusing everyone else of being paid chills? All that does is just ruin any chance you have of new people coming along and listening to what's being said. Because they'll hear you call someone a paid chill. They'll call you a paid chill. People will just say, this is, these people are crazy. These people are paranoid, delusional, schizophrenic. I'm out of here. Yeah? I was the first person to come along. And do that. And say, guys, this page shield stuff, complete nonsense.
So okay, come on the show. And what he tries to do is he tries to get you into like he tries to 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 push you into a preconceived sort of argument where you're you're only going to answer what he wants you to answer. I ask these guys questions and then I shut up and let them speak. It's called giving them enough rope. You give these people enough rope and they'll just contradict themselves. They'll say one thing and then you'll say, oh, really? Why do you believe that? And then you listen and they're like, oh, okay. How about this other thing? And then they'll, and it's like, okay, isn't that, contra- haven't you just contradicted yourself? And they'll be like, oh, no, no, no. You're using a Delphi, you're using a Delphi technique on me. And then because Jeffrey started, because basically when he came on the show, I let him reveal himself that he was contradicting himself. Then he, instead of just accepting that maybe he was wrong on some stuff, he's like, oh, no, I wasn't wrong. I just, JLB Delphi techniqued me. JLB got me with a Delphi. And then all of, JL, all of um, Jeffrey C.'s idiot followers started parroting that to me. They'd be like, oh, using the Delphi technique. And I'd be like, what does that even mean? And of course, I couldn't explain it other than, oh, well, you, you ask people questions and they only say what you want them to say. And I'm like, no, they're saying what they want to say. When you just lay it out nice and logically, ask them questions, they roll themselves. Why? Because their beliefs are internally inconsistent and they're not smart enough to realize that. That doesn't mean that anyone's using any Delphi technique. Whatever the hell that means. To this day, I still don't actually know what that's meant to me. To this day. Who, who developed it? Where did it get its name from? Who's using it? Where'd you hear about this? No one can explain any of that. It's just a way for people who can't handle that their own beliefs maybe are a bit um, fallacious. Oh, well, yeah, I, I did contradict myself on your stream, but that's just because you Delphi'd me. Give me a break. By the way, let's go and check the live stream chat. Got about 30 people watching live right now. Let's go and see what people are saying in the live stream chat. You know what I can do? I can watch it on my screen so you can see it. There we go. All right, let's go and take a look. Who's in the live stream chat? All right, YouTube says every Flat Earth discussion was different back then. Yeah, it was fun back in 2015. We had all these different guests, some of whom I either learnt around that time or subsequent were clowns, fools, and charlatans. But at the time, we didn't know that. Some of them turned out to be, I think, pretty decent people. They were just trying to find out what is the truth of the matter. We had all kinds of people, man. We had the Morgyle back before it came out that he has certain uh, serious uh, issues. We had Jaronism on the show before it came out that, you know, he might not have been as... Things weren't all as they seemed with him, let's just put it that way. We had Mark Sargent back before he he started doing uh, literal betting ads in Australia. That's a funny thing. I made these videos mocking either the Flat Earthers or the Spitting Ball Earthers. I mocked both groups. Right. From very early in the piece, I realized both groups are misled here. So I made these videos mocking either the Ball Earthers or the Flat Earthers, and I used Australian betting ads as the basis and then overdubbed it and then put different um, like betting options up on the screen, but it made it seem like they were real betting ads. Ironically, a couple of years later, Mark Sargent actually started doing betting ads in Australia for sports bet. Very bizarre stuff when you think about it. But anyway, Mark Sargent was on the show. We also had uh, Wakey Wakey was on the show, who to this day I think is still legitimate. He's one of the few who I think managed to get out of all of that mess with his, as far as I can tell, reputation intact. Who else did we have on? Oh, all kinds of people, guys. We had all kinds of people on the show. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, 12 episodes I think was enough. And uh, yeah, and then we moved on. But yeah, back then it was all fun, wasn't it, YouTube? Every guest came with their own ideas and their own uh, so-called flat earth proofs or their evidence and yeah it was good times man good times Tim Osmond says now it is an eternal groundhog's day of rehashed idiocy yeah that's that's the truth movement man in, uh, in a nutshell let's not kid ourselves 
Tim Osmond says, I think Jeffrey thought everyone was a shield but himself. Yeah, pretty much. He fell out with almost everybody, eventually. Gandalf the White says, I remember debating some guy that thought gorillas and birds were fake. I had to take, I had to take a step back from YouTube after that. Yeah, well, the, the fake gorillas thing, I'm still open to the possibility that there are zoos around the world, especially in certain countries, where they do pay people to put on suits and pretend to be gorillas or apes or whatever. I think that is possible. Do I have any evidence that it's actually happening? No. If I went to the Melbourne Zoo and saw a gorilla, would I think, oh, that's a man in a suit? Definitely not. And I've seen an orangutan in real life when I was in Borneo back in 2019. There's no human on earth who can do what I saw that orangutan do. The way that it just jumped up a tree, just using its arms, swinging around, stomping around. Like I was up close, as close as you can get without being really stupid with this uh, orangutan. And that orangutan... The whole little tribe of those orangutans, they weren't domesticated, but they were relatively, um, like, they lived in a little jungle area, but they saw humans almost every day. So they weren't, like, I wouldn't go up to an orangutan in the wild, like the, the proper wild. I wouldn't go within, like, viewing distance of it, right? But these ones, so long as you didn't get too close, you're probably safe, especially because the group that I was in, there must have been at least 10 or 15 people, and I figured I could run faster than all of them, so... If the orangutan went mad, I'd be like, I'm out of here. Bang. You know what I mean? You guys can deal with this problem. And when I say I was in a group, I mean, I was in a tour group. We'd all paid to be in this, in this, um, you know, orangutan sanctuary. You know, the point of my story is orangutans definitely do exist. So there are real orangutans. I think probably the ones that you see in the zoos are real. But at the same time, though, could a zoo get away with having humans put on gorilla suits or panda suits? Could they get away with that? Easily. Because people are stupid. And they wouldn't have any problem with... Like, they would have no way of... They wouldn't even question this stuff. So there could be zoos, especially in, in parts of China, that have fake animals. Yeah, it's, I think it's possible. I just The people who push it as though it's definitely real, I'm like, what's your evidence, man? What's your evidence for this? Why are you so confident? Why are you saying this stuff like you know for sure when you don't? You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, let's see. What else have we got here in the live stream chat? Slowburn1 says, good afternoon, everyone. Yes, good afternoon to you as well. Rob Files asks, when did Jeffrey C. die? Well, the news came through for me. i just arrived in Bulgaria. So that was the, the beginning of 2021. So he, he supposedly died, I guess, either December 2020 or January 21. It was when the news came through that he had supposedly passed away. And of course, my heart goes out to the families. Tim Osmond says, don't Delphi me, bro. Yeah, exactly. Some people do try and use straw man arguments on you, though. So I've popularized this idea of don't straw man me, bro. Like on Reddit, if you start saying that you don't believe in outer space or in nuclear bombs, people will come to you with stupid straw man arguments. Oh, well, I guess that means you don't believe in... But I'm like, dude, don't straw man me. All I'm saying is I don't believe in outer space. Relax. It's not a big deal. There's no law saying that you have to believe in outer space. If you want to believe in it, that's your business. That's up to you. If it makes you happy, why not? I used to believe in science fiction. It was great. All right, let's go back to... We'll play a few more minutes of this Jeffrey C. Let me know in the live stream chat. Are you enjoying this little walk down memory lane? Do you want to hear more of this? This is crazy stuff. Which is either the, the, the Earth is, is, is not round, or nukes are a hoax, or dinosaurs are a hoax, or the hollow hoax, right? Or, you know, whatever absurd thing you can think of. And that's what he does. He comes on to shows, and he does this. He came on to... Um, the uh, Max Resistance show. He came on to that show 
and they had what's his name um max egan on the show and max egan was talking about geopolitics and everything that was going on you know in that part of the world and all that and all of a sudden john Lebon shows up the last half hour it starts going on about ball earth and 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 you know the, the earth being flat and that's the big problem and, and max see he just makes his shit up i never went onto anyone's show and said <laughs> that, the, that the earth is flat and blah blah i never did that and some people to this day still that's how they remember things Maybe because they got psyoped by Jeffrey, like maybe he gave them a mind virus and put ideas in their heads, and they couldn't think for themselves. So I mean, that is like that's possible for why they did it, or maybe they they did listen to my shows, but they just heard what they wanted to hear. I don't know. But there are people who, to this day, over at places like fakeologist.com, they still seem to think that I was pushing flat Earth and that I somehow did some big um, switch. And it's like, no, go back and listen to the Ballers Skeptic Roundtable. Listen to any episode from the pilot episode, episode zero, to the first official episode one, right through to episode 12. You only need me pushing flat earth. So unless you want to believe in, unless you've been man, unless you think this is all a manduzel effect, oh, JLB was a flat earther in, in the old timeline, but now in this timeline, he never was a flat earther, but that's just because the timelines have changed. Unless you want to go down that path. Nope. John LeBond was never pushing flat earth. Ever. And if you can find evidence to the contrary, please come and show it to me, but... I've got tons of evidence that supports what I'm saying. And it's called the documents. I've got the documents. Okay? I've got all this stuff saved. Yeah? What have you got? Those people who still want to believe that JLB was a pushing a flat earth. Okay. Show me the evidence. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see is the evidence. That's all I've ever needed to see is evidence. Show me the evidence. I want evidence. Seekers like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, this is insane. Why would you... What are you talking about? By the way... I didn't go on to any show with Max Egan. So this is Jeff. Even back then, Jeffrey was just making stuff up in his head. He does this on everything. So there you go. Jaronism, another one. Jaronism, uh, Eric Dubay. These guys are frauds. They're fucking shills. All right. Well, that's Jeffrey's opinion in 2015. My own opinion these days. Look, some of these characters who are pushing flat earth and saying the earth is flat, either back then or to this day, some of them have very questionable, shall we say, motives and or backgrounds. All right. Just because they were a guest on my show doesn't mean that I necessarily endorse them then or endorse them to this day. They were just guests on a show that I hosted. And some of them were, were very good back then. I think they're very good to this day. Others, well, I'm not so sure. They're pushing bullshit. It's not truth movement. They're, 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 this is the whole strategy. Let's invade the truth movement with idiocy so nobody takes us seriously. That's what happens. Maybe some people did do that, but it wasn't me. Maybe it was Jeffrey. Jeffrey was one saying that the Trans-Asia disaster was definitely real, and that if you question it, you're making us all look bad. So, Jeffrey, you've been questioning events for two years, and now suddenly you're saying that we can't question events? Goodness gracious. That's how it works. It's the simplest thing ever. Right? That's what it is. And we saw this, and we tried to warn everybody. Tried to warn everybody, but no, no, I was a shill because I believed the plane crashed in, in Asia. I never called him a shill. That's another thing too. He tries to say that I was calling him a shill. Later on, he's going to show a comment on his screen where I say that I don't believe he's a shill. The best evidence he can provide that I called him a shill was a comment that I left on his channel where I said I don't believe he's a shill. Looking back, man, a lot of these people were just straight up delusional. Possibly schizophrenic as well. I want, right? 
And he'll say things like, well, Jeff C was supposed to debate me, but he chickened out. That's not true at all. This guy doesn't know anything about TransAsia. He wanted to debate me and he wanted two weeks to... The first video I ever uploaded to my YouTube channel, because originally I started with a podcast with myself and two other co-hosts of the podcast. Later on, maybe six or eight months later, I then started a separate channel, which was John LeBond. So the first channel was called the Australian Roundtable Podcast. It was just a channel for podcasting. That channel still exists to this day. That was in, we began in 2014, around August or September of 2014. And then maybe in, maybe in February 2015 was when I started my own YouTube channel. And the first video I uploaded was about TransAsia. So he's like, oh, he doesn't know anything about TransAsia. We were all there, Jeffrey. We were all there at the same time. Those of us who, those of us who were in the scene, all of us were paying attention to TransAsia, in part because you're the one, Jeffrey is the one who said, oh, this event's definitely real. My heart goes out to the families. And if you make videos saying that this isn't real, or that you question it, you're going to ruin the whole truth movement. You're all paid shields, blah, blah, blah. We were all paying attention to TransAsia. It was a, for, a, for a plane crash that, <laughs> that really, in the grand scheme, wasn't that big a deal, whether it was real or fake. It's amazing looking back at the impact it had on what, at the time, seemed like a genuine shall we say community that's not the best word for it but a community well, movement's definitely not the right word but there were literally thousands of people who were paying attention to this many dozens if not the low hundreds of people uploading videos there was a groundswell okay and the whole thing got uh, yeah significantly affected by this transaction nonsense which for the record folks I never said when this was all happening I never said, oh, I'm taking Jeffrey's side or I'm taking Pika. I never took a side. Never took a side. I was too smart. And I think that's why they, that pissed these people off. Because they're like, no, you have to either, we want you either for us or against us, JLB. And I'm like, well, I'm neither for you or against you. It was the same with Flat Earth. The Flat Earthers wanted me to be for them or against them. The Spitting Ball Earthers wanted me to be for them or against them. Like, they wanted me to pick a side. I'm like, guys, I can't pick Flat Earth because here's all the problems with your bullshit belief system. And I can't choose spinning ball Earth because here's the problems with your belief system. I don't even believe in outer space. So I'm not picking either of your sides, you goddamn fools. They didn't like it. So I had them, I had both sides coming after me, including Jeffrey here saying he wanted to curb stomp me. He wanted to curb stomp me. Jeffrey C., can you believe that? That's the kind of shit people are uploading. Why? Because I refuse to choose sides. And guess what, folks? I'm still standing. Where are half of these turkeys and clowns? They've either disappeared from the scene or they've disappeared from this realm. And my heart goes out to the families. Prepare. I said, fuck you. I'm not spending two weeks more on this bullshit. Yeah. All right. So he, he refused to do a live on air debate about the TransAsia thing. Fair enough. Some people don't want to do debates, especially against me. I get it. His argument was, oh, I don't want to spend two more weeks on this topic. He then spent the next six months on the topic. Mate, still uploading videos about it. Fuck these guys. They're fucking assholes. All right. He goes around every day. Everywhere he goes, he leaves nasty comments about me. And then he... Yeah, that's not true. And he's about to try and show you some evidence to support him. And it doesn't support him at all. He comes and he tries to be nice to me whenever I leave a comment. I always was nice to him. I'm generally nice to people. Even people who say nasty shit about me or whatever. I'm like, hey, I don't take this stuff personally. I know you were just being emotional that day. I know you can't control your emotions very good. Sometimes you have outbursts and you say shit when you're behind your little microphone and your computer that you would never say in real life. I get it, yeah? So I tried to be back then, and even to this day, even civil with people who, they say nasty shit about me, hey, I get it. 
it's easy to be a tough guy when you're sitting behind your little uh, microphone or your little USB AirPods or whatever talking shit about me when we know in real life you wouldn't dream of saying this shit. Wouldn't even dream of it. That he comes across, right? Just bullshit, man. These guys are fucking assholes and they should be called out. All right? They have to be called out. And I'm calling them out. This guy's a fraud. John LeBon is a fucking fraud. All right? And if he's got a problem with that, just get a plane ticket to Canada. I'll pick you up at the fucking airport. I wish I had have done that in retrospect. What I should have done back then. Back then, this is from 2015. I didn't have a Patreon. I didn't have a website. I didn't have anything. I was just a YouTuber doing this for fun. Didn't make a red cent out of it. What I should have done back then, because I had people offering to send me money to go to like, there's some salt flats. Is it in Utah or something? Back then, the idea was, oh, if we can go to the salt flats and get a camera there and see how far we can zoom across, blah, blah, blah. Like, there were different ideas that people came up with to either debunk or confirm the so-called flat earth, right? And I had people offering to chip in, like um, crowdfund uh, trips. And I never took them up on those offers. If I could go back in time, I would have. I'd be like, you know what, guys? I'm putting out this content. A lot of people love it. Some of my videos are getting 5,000, 10,000 views. People appreciate this. I'm the only guy who's not losing his shit trying to promote one thing. Oh, you must be a flat earther. Or you're stupid. No, you must believe in heliocentrism. Or you're stupid. I was like, guys, let's just look at the evidence, right? People, people like that idea. They really appreciate it. I should have accepted this uh, crowdfunding idea. And of course, I said, you know what? I'll go to Utah. And then, relatively speaking, Utah's a lot closer to Canada, where this guy's from, than, um, than Australia. After Utah, I might just go and pay a little visit to Jeffrey and see what Jeffrey has to say for himself in real life. Bet you it's different to what he says when he's behind his little laptop and his microphone. You son of a bitch. Blah, blah, blah. All right? Yeah, and man. this is what goes on. That's why he's here everywhere. Every time somebody's... <laughs> he's, showing a, he's showing a comment on the screen. So, for, Sorry, some of you guys are listening to this as an MP3, not the live stream. Okay, so he's live, he's, um, live streaming. This is from a li- Jeffrey live stream from 2015. And he's showing the YouTube comments, which looks so different to now and uh, so much better. I, I prefer this old retro mode the way it used to be. Someone has written a comment saying... It's quite amusing listening to him talking in a fake and sad voice. He's talking about Jeffrey. Jeff should be sitting side by side with Anderson Pooper. And Anderson Pooper is a name that Jeffrey used to call, obviously, Anderson Cooper. And then I've left a comment saying, in inverted commas, my heart goes out to the family. That's a little in-joke that we had back then and that I've been using ever to this day. When I say my heart goes out to the families, that's from Jeffrey. When he was talking about either TransAsia was when he first started using it or the Nice Paris was it Nice was it the Nice truck attack or pa- I think it was the Nice truck attack which the footage for that was so dodgy it was laughable which is why people like me questioned it and then Jeffrey's like no this is definitely real you want to hear me bang the table motherfucker <laughs> right going nuts it's talking all this shit about those of us who were skeptical of that event and then one day he makes this video saying oh we've got evidence we've got some video evidence that it's real and then he shows the evidence, and it's so obviously fake, and he's like, my heart goes out to the families. And I'm like, your heart? What the hell are you talking about, Jeffrey? You used to say every event's a hoax. Now you're not only saying they're real, you're saying that we can't question them, and you're saying your heart goes out to the families? Dude, even if these events are real, I wouldn't say my heart goes out to the families. I don't know these people. There's nothing I can do for them. If I died in a truck attack, I wouldn't expect people who've never met me to be concerned about me live your life it's got nothing to do with you I'm dead right that's how I feel about these people who die in actual real events if they're real 
it's sad that they're dead, but I'm not going to make a video saying, oh, my heart goes out to the... What is this nonsense? So after that, I started throwing my heart goes out to the family into my, uh, my rotation. And then, obviously, Jeffrey supposedly passed away. And of course, as I've said many times, my heart goes out to the families. Coming after me, this is what they do. They all show up, all in droves, right? All show up. It's a, it's a, it's a festival, right? It's wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Jeff C is a total show. Total show. Doesn't believe that the earth is... is, is, is uh, oh, that's right. This is back when Russian vids was also part of the group that Jeffrey said was the Pay Chill group. So there was myself, Lester Nedium, uh, PK Truth, Red Pill Revolution, David Weiss, Russian vids. Uh, those were all the, the big channels at the time. He put us all in the same group. He even made a video. I'll see if I can find it. I think I've live streamed it in one of these live streams before, like looking back. I might even do it again. I can show you where he's like, all of these people, they're all working for ASIO or uh, CSIS or Mossad or something. And this guy's connected to this. And all he was doing on the screen was just drawing a little MS Paint line from one avatar to another. That was his evidence. Guy, and I'm telling you, for those of you who are new here, you might be like, JLB, why are you giving this guy so much attention? He's clearly, uh, he's clearly not all there in his mind. This guy used to be at the top of the so-called truth scene, right? Used to be right at the apex of it. Used to have a massive audience. And uh, he was the host of a weekly show called We'll Do It Live. And every week, different content creators would get together and talk about the latest hoaxes and latest fake shootings and beheadings and what have you. And Jeffrey was right at the top of it. And then he just went nuts. Uh, flat. So I am an Israeli agent, right? I am working for Mossad, CSEC, the Canadian Security Intelligence, right? It's, it's like the worst research ever. It's the stupidest stuff ever because I'm ex-military and the other guy happens to be ex-military. We're all... Yeah, this stuff, I never said any of this about him. Do you see what he would do? He would try and... Look, some people were saying this shit about him and I don't blame him because look at, look at how far he went with his nut stuff. I never said that stuff about him. Right, but he's trying to lump us all in the same boat, dude. I wasn't on the side. I wasn't on PK's side. I wasn't on David Weiss's side. I didn't choose sides. I didn't choose sides. But he would try and lump me. So he'd make a video. He'd make a two-hour live stream dedicated to talking shit about me, and he'd be like, "Oh, JLB's attacking me, and they're all flooding my comments." And this aren't this comment on your screen. That's not me. I never wrote that. I never wrote that Jeff C was ex-military. What is this nonsense? Same guy, right? So. Can't even spell Derek right, by the way. So this is what goes on. And look who's there. Look who's there. Yeah, now this is my comment, but what do I actually say? Let's go through it. John Lebon. Mm -hmm. Oh, go and figure. Yep. Was there any confirmation that the So now he's reading my comment. Character in question is indeed the great selfless leader known as Jeff C. Yeah, okay, I didn't refer to him as the great so in capital uh, I would capitalize the G, the S and the L, so I'd be like I'd call him the, the great selfless leader. Because Jeffrey would make these videos like, oh, I'm under attack. I do so much for you. And these guys are coming for me. And I need your support so much because these guys are coming. I sacrifice so much for you. And I could do other things with my life. But instead, I fight all of the shields. And I do so much for the truth move. Like, he would actually make videos saying this stuff, guys. And again, I've got the documents. So I started referring to him as the great selfless leader. That's pretty funny if you ask me. Look, like, I forgot about that particular thing I did forget about until I watched this video back tonight. To me, that's kind of funny. I personally don't blame Jeff, Jeff for never showing his face because it does open you up to potential personal attacks. Yeah, because Jeffrey never showed his face, whereas I would. So what I'm saying is, because people were saying, oh, Jeffrey never shows his face. That makes him a shill. I'm like, that doesn't make him a shill just because he won't show his face. I don't blame him. If you show your face like I did right from 2015 and onwards, if you do that, 
then yeah, you will get personally attacked like I did. So I was actually getting attacked and people were making videos about me. And one time I, I was in like a, a newspaper and a guy found the newspaper and he was like, oh, what are the odds that John the Bond's in the newspaper? It's like, so people I've never met, if I turned up in a newspaper, one time I turned up in the Herald Sun in Melbourne, they would recognize me and make videos saying, hey, that's John the Bond. Like, that's his face. And it was my face. I was in the newspaper. He's like, see, how did he get in the newspaper? He must be a page show. This is all, this all actually happened, folks. So what I'm saying in my comment is I personally don't blame Jeff for never showing his face because it does open you up to potential personal attacks. As countless troll accounts start uh, about me prove. See, yeah. So I was actually getting trolled by these cretins on the internet. You didn't see me making videos going, oh, they're all coming to get me. That said, if somebody wants to put themselves forward as kind of a leader in the truth movement, but refuses to talk about no planes on 9-11, the hollow hoax, and even claims satellites are real. Oh, my God. Then any serious researcher has to wonder what the agenda really is. Yeah, so that's the comment that I left. And that was a funny thing, too. Not just with Jeffrey, but with other people who I was dealing with at the time. I could leave comments like this. And then they would read the comments out to their own audience, just amplifying the effect of what I've done. That's how the whole hoax hierarchy got big in the first place. For those of you who aren't aware, if you go to johnthebond.com, you can go to my patented hoax hierarchy. Let's go and check this out. The reason the hoax hierarchy got so big was because when I released it, I kind of released it just as a way to take the piss out of um, Jeffrey and some of his uh, associates because they were all focused on the baby, on the baby hoaxes, right? That's as far as they would go. So I put all the hoaxes that they would talk about on the bottom level. Then I put all of the more important hoaxes higher up on the screen as a way to take the piss out of Jeffrey and his people. They then did a full two-hour live stream talking about the hoax hierarchy. That's how it got seeded into the act realm at the time. Because my audience back then compared to Jeffrey's, like he would have had at least five, maybe ten times the, the audience reach that I had. Him and his network. So it wasn't me who popularized the hoax hierarchy i'm the one who created it i'm the one who was the originator of it yes but in terms of getting it popular it was jeffrey and his people because i could leave comments or make little hoax hierarchy images and then they would do the rest of the work for me it was very funny back in the day okay i'm gonna play let's just play a few more minutes of this jeffrey stuff 100 percent shill john lebon less than medium same person all right and look at Rosatch, the same characters that always show up, right? I'm supposed to like this? I'm supposed to enjoy doing this type of work? All right, so the next the next four or five minutes is just Jeffrey complaining how hard his life, how difficult his life is because he makes YouTube videos and people leave nasty comments, which in fairness, some people did call him a shill, but he was going around calling everyone else a shill. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I wasn't going around making videos calling people a shill. I wasn't going around making videos saying that I want to curb stomp people. That was all Jeffrey. He brought it all on himself, you see. So anyway, let's go back to the live stream chat. How many we got in there? Oh, about 40 people watching live. Very nice. Let's go and take a look at some of the comments. So Gandalf the White says, The thing is, these people saying nothing was real all ended up getting outed and then ghosted YouTube. Which people are you referring to, Gandalf? Do you have any names in particular? Obviously, you've been around for a while, so you seem to know what you're talking about. But who were the people who were saying that nothing was real and then disappeared? Give me some names. I'm mean, I'm just to know. YouTube says, I thought you were a flat earther back then. Yeah, and we've had this discussion before, YouTube. That was because you wanted to believe that. 
as did the other flat earthers. They wanted to believe I was a flat earther, so they believed I was a flat earther. Even when I was releasing videos debunking flat earth argument after flat earth argument, like one by one, I would make these videos. Some of them I would take the time to write the script, record it, maybe do two takes on certain parts to get the audio right. Then I would edit it with images or with videos, whatever. Then I'd publish it. Take me hours and hours to make these videos. Each one was dedicated to one of these so-called flat earth proofs because it used to be so supposedly 200 proofs the earth is flat, which was never true to begin with. There was like maybe 15, 20 arguments it just repeated over and over again. And then I would go through those one by one, exposing why it's a freaking hoax. It's not an argument for flat earth at all. And then eventually YouTube and others realized, hey, Shelby's not a flat earther. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I never was. <laughs> and, then, and then of course they got really upset with me. And I'm like, guys, were you listening to were, these live streams that I did, these, these interviews, the baller skeptic round tables, were you listening to anything I said? No, you weren't. You were drinking, the, you were drunk on Kool-Aid from the, the Flat Earth promoters and you weren't paying attention. Great shame. Really great shame. All right. Globe Thrusters says, Baller Skeptic Show was top-notch. Thank you, Globe Thrusters. I appreciate that. I think it was much better than the shows that came after because we were the first weekly live show talking about any of these topics. We were the first. Who came after us? People like the Lobe Busters. Yeah, Bob Nodal. My heart goes out to the families. There's another one. The two people who tried to cause me the most problems, Jeffrey C. and Bob Nodal, where are they now? Where are they now? Gandalf the White says, nobody died, nobody got hurt. And Well, that's true. Nobody died, nobody got hurt. And if you say otherwise, you're in fact a liar and a spiritual murderer, and I will pin that to your soul. Thank you, Dave J. Secrets of the Ages says, JLB, what's your take on God Gevel Mast? Godgevel Mast. And the Crater Earth Theory. Never heard of him. Don't know about his Crater Earth Theory, so I can't comment on it. But I can tell you this. If, if Crater Earth is one of these spin-offs of Flat Earth, because they realize they can't justify their so-called uh, map, they realize it doesn't work at all, there's no way you can make it work, because the flights in the Southern Hemisphere do exist, as they have always existed from the very beginning of this nonsense back in 2015 because I'd taken one of these flights in 2010 and I said that on the first official episode of Paul's Skeptic Roundtable the flights do exist these people need to stop saying they don't exist because they do see now they can't deny those flights anymore so the flat earth nonsense doesn't work anymore so is this one of those spin-offs with like oh well it's it's flat but it's it's kind of created now give me a break not interested not interested alright well let's see so what I just did was I just played you some minutes of this Jeffrey C. nonsense. I've got that fully re-uploaded at johnthebon.com. I want to play you just a little bit of my Ball Earth Math series. This is available at johnthebon.com as well. It's about half an hour. Uh, there's four parts that total about half an hour. I don't expect anyone to go back and watch it. Okay, It's basically a maths uh, tutorial with a practical application on how far can you see across lakes or across uh, bays or oceans and then see objects on the other side, and should you be able to see that object if we really do live on a ball or on a flat earth, blah, blah, blah. What I'll do is I'll just play a couple minutes from the fourth part, just a couple minutes so you get an idea of what I was trying to do with that, why it's important, because some people to this day still believe that it's 8 inches per mile squared. It's not. Take a look at this. We're left with large H equals 8D squared minus 5.66 square root of H D plus H. 
this equation can be expressed as... So check out, check out the maths that's on the screen. It's not... Like, this is stuff that if you took maths in high school, you could have done this, right? Anyone could have done this. The problem was no one was doing it. People were just throwing out this 8 inches per mile squared formula like it was legitimate. And it, it kind of is. Like, I prove in this series that it does work as an approximation, but only when applied properly. But no one's applying it properly because they're not taking their footage from ground level. Especially across water, it's almost impossible to do it like at a beach or, a, or a, a lake, if the lake's got wind or whatever because the water isn't still. So how are you going to get your little camera down close enough to the water to record? You can't. And the moment you stop going up, even if it's just a few inches, even just a couple of feet, right? The eight inches per mile squared doesn't work anymore. You need a new formula. So I show you how you can arrive at that formula. I go through all the maths to get there. None of this is that advanced. It's just tedious and a little bit boring. But I show you, here's how you can come up with the formula. And this is the formula. And when you use this formula, all of a sudden, oh, we, we could see this um, statue across the lake. And, but, but, but it should be, the lake is 20 miles, so 20 times 8 inches per mile squared and blah, blah, blah. We, we shouldn't be able to see it. And it's like, yeah, but you weren't at sea level, were you? You were on observation deck, yeah? Okay, so that totally changes everything. And this is the formula, you see? So all of these things that people say that they could see, that they shouldn't be able to see, uh, yeah, even if you live on a ball, you should be able to see it. You're using the wrong formula, I'm afraid. And I documented all of that. And again, guys, this was back when I was doing this just as a hobby. Didn't have a Patreon. Didn't have a JohnTheBond.com membership section. This was all just me trying my best to learn and to share what I learned. Yeah? Because I used to believe in the so-called truth movement. And I used to think there were other researchers out there. It took me a long time to realize, apart from a couple of very rare exceptions, there aren't researchers out there. There are just parrots, and there are clowns and fools and charlatans trying to promote their own nonsense. But in terms of actual research, doing the work, forget about it. But I didn't know that back then. I didn't know that back then. Let's go back to the live stream comments. Gandalf the White says, it was the people working with him. Working with who? Working with him that got their entire families doxxed. I don't know who you're talking about. Stranger Days says, have you heard of toilet bowl earth guy i'm guessing and hoping that that is a joke by the way i've got about 40 people watching live all around the world yeah yeah boy if you're on the jlb discord server feel free to come and join me i'm in the uh, live stream room right now you can come and join me be like a live in caller or if you want to just sit in the chat that's cool as well we're doing a flat earth flashback live stream on the 3rd of july 2023 yeah yeah right let's take a look at this so it wasn't just me who was trying to do the work my boy gino down there in melbourne he was also trying to do the work. He did this, the curvature of Earth experiment. Let's take a look at this. This is 2015, folks. Eccentric Views presents the curvature of the Earth experiment. The object of this experiment was to see if we can observe the curvature of the Earth by filming landmarks over certain distances across water. Now, I won't play the whole thing at six minutes, and it's mostly music. It's pretty cool music, though. Check this out. That's cool music, man. So then he shows... Here's where we're going, right? Across Port Phillip Bay. Then he shows the different things that he could zoom in on with his P900, right? And then he shows you the mathematics of what he thinks you should be able to see with a drop. The problem was, he was also using the simple formula, not the more complicated one. So he uploaded that back in, let's have a look, August of 2015. I released my Ball Earth Math series in October of 2015. So about two months later, right? 
Gino then came back with an updated video using the more appropriate formula. And what he found, or what you can see for yourself, I'll link to this in the show notes below. This is around Rye Beach. And as you can see, they're 36 miles. The one thing I did wrong in my experiment is I didn't take into account uh, the height above sea level my camera was. Uh, as you can see here, um, it can make a bit of a difference. I'll use this website. I'll put a link in the description so uh, you can see for yourself. Um, in the top field, you can put your distance in miles. And in the bottom field there, as you can see, you can put um, uh, the viewer's height in feet. So they can take into account. And this will calculate it for you correctly. Um, and as you can see there, the, um, the amount hidden should be about... 765 feet. Now that's with their formula, which is very similar. Let's go back to mine here. Very similar to my own calculation, right? Using the formula. Because you can, there are different formulas you can use to ascertain more or less the same thing. There's just different approaches. That's one of the beauties of mathematics when you apply it. You can apply, okay, we'll use this formula. What if we use this formula? Blah, blah, blah. So long as the formulas are sound, that is you go right back to where does this formula come from? What is it based on? Is it based on trigonometry? Is it based on geometry? Whatever. So long as the formula itself is sound, there are different ways that you can try and measure different things. And so with my formula that I came up with, if the height is six feet and the distance is 36 miles, which it was for Gino's experiment, then it comes out to about 726 feet. That's if the height is six feet using this formula. The one that Gino used, let's have a look here, the update, he put his viewer height as three feet. So, and that makes a big difference. So he's saying that he wasn't filming from roughly head height. He was filming from a bit lower down. Makes a big difference. But you still end up with a very different figure to the simple eight inches squared per mile or eight inches per mile squared, I should say. And so the point here being, Gino went out, did the observation and then went and found a proper formula in the end. I also took the time to put together a proper formula. Both of those formulas, either one, is very different to that eight inches per mile squared. Because that 8 inches per mile squared doesn't take into account the height of the observer, which makes a massive, diff massive difference, which I explained in my Ball F Math series. So the point I'm trying to make is back then, back in 2015, not just me, but also Gino, my main man Gino. And Gino is someone I've known since, 20, since 2015, was the first time I met him. And uh, yeah, we've hung out. We even went to the International Space Station together one day. Let me see if I can find that. Give me a second here. One day, myself and uh, Gino took some time to go to the... ISS. I might just play some of that video for you right now. Just waiting for my website to load. While we wait for it to load, let's go and take a look. Who else is in the live stream chat? Oh, we've got a few people there. Just go to a little refresh. Couldn't hurt. There we go. Yeah, 43 people watching live. YouTube says, can't remember his name, was a critical unity. He looked like a metro. Very short fuse. I don't remember Critical Unity. Uh, Gan off the White says Richie from Boston was another nutcase. He makes backroad RV videos now and got featured on Inside Edition. Okay, I never had much to do with Richie from Boston. I think Richie from Boston might have made his name a few years after the the peak. The peak was 2014-15. I think Richie from Boston might have been a few years after that. And by that stage, I already checked out of some of these people. Let's see. Tim Osmond says Matrix Decode. Okay, so Tim Osmond with an S. When you say matrix decode, what are you referring to? What's the what's the reference there? Let me know what you're talking about. So let's go and find JL, JLB and Gino on the International Space Station. All right. Here we go. Let's go and take a look at this one. This is from 
Apparently this is from March of 2018. Okay, so... When did I leave Australia? This is from about a year before I left Australia. Wowee. Goodness gracious. Oh, it says the video's private. Alright, well I've got, a, I've got a backup video. I've got redundancies built in everywhere. Ah, here's the full video. Okay. Let's just play a little bit of this. So as you can see, Super Agent John LeBond here on the ISS, and I've got with me none other than astronaut Gino, who has agreed to answer some questions for the children at home who have asked many questions. Gino, and you're happy to answer a few of those questions for us? Yes. Yes? And how are you today on the space station? You feeling good? I'm splendid. Ah, fantastic. All right. We've got a question from Sarah at Point Cook Primary School. She wants to know, how do ISS astronauts deal with loneliness? Well, Sarah, we take our medicine. Yeah, good times, good times. Chino and JLB on the International Space Station. So this is a guy I've known for a long time. He took the time, he took a trip down to the the bottom of the peninsula to then record back across the bay to the city. And then he documented it for everyone, showed them, took the time to edit the video, showed everyone, here's, here's the work. And what did the work ultimately show? Let's go back to his uh, updated video with the better formula. Let's go and see if we can find it. Curvature of the Earth. He then shows, let's just fast forward. Actually, you know what, I'll just play the rest of this. It's only like two minutes to go. Rather than my, um, I think it was 909 feet that I'd calculated in my original video. We'll just have another look at the footage that I took that day. Now, I just want you to have a look at the uh, Melbourne city from just uh, a much closer distance from approximately the same angle. And now just compare it to the other uh, footage that I took. Now, we know that the, uh, the Eureka Tower is 984 feet above sea level. And going by what that, um, that website calculates, 765. So if we subtract... Uh, 765 from the 984 feet, uh, we get 219 feet. So as you can see in the in the screenshot of my footage, um, you know there's there, there could be approximately uh, 219 there. Um, it's sort of impossible to tell though. Uh, now this is where it becomes a little. Um, open to interpretation. Um, and I think Gino was being a bit generous there saying open to interpretation because people who believe in flat earth will be like, oh yeah, well, this I still think there's too much obstruction. Whereas people who are trying to be objective will be like, how can you arrive at that conclusion? Well, no, the people who are in flat earth will say, no, no, there's not enough uh, obstruction, I should say. They're like, look, we can see too much. We can see too much. And it's like, what do you mean you can see too much? The two Grollo skyscrapers, you can barely see them. The Eureka Tower, you can see more than them because it's taller. But clearly, you're missing more than half of that, which fits in perfectly with the, the formula for a ball earth, right? So, yeah, it's open to interpretation. Because people interpret things however they want. They can't do it objectively. 
But objectively, look, this fits in with the ball of Earth's story. Now, that doesn't mean that Earth's a ball. Maybe the Earth is flat and the, and the light is bending in such a way to make it look like, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You can try and justify this however you want. The problem is, it goes against all of the nonsense being pushed by the FE clowns, charlatans, and fools, right? And this was back in 2015. So the people actually doing the work, both myself and Gino, we were totally open to Flat Earth. We were happy to talk about it, talk to the people who were involved in it, listen to them, think about their ideas, blah, blah, blah. We did the work, and it didn't take us long to realize, yeah, there are arguments against outer space, fair enough. There are arguments against NASA, fair enough. There are arguments against the Earth spinning, fair enough. There are arguments against the Earth going around the sun, fair enough. Those are all very different to their arguments trying to say the Earth is flat. Those are all shit. Those are all absolutely terrible. And this is evidence of it. And this was back in 2015, folks. Which is why, now in 2023, the best part of eight years... I mean, eight years is a long time, guys. A long time. And what, I, what I've come up with is, well, a lot of people here are relatively new. They've only been here for a year, two years, three, even four years isn't that long. A lot of them haven't heard me speak about all of this stuff. They might not have heard of Gino and his documentation. They might not know about all of the dramas with the different pro-Flat Earth, anti-Flat Earth people, all the rest of it. They might not be aware what, like, what a big deal this was. This was a huge deal back in 2015. And I weathered the storm. And I'm still standing. A lot of the people who were on either side, they're gone now. Some of the people who are still like remaining, they've pivoted to different areas. A lot of the flat earth people pivoted to flat earth. That's their new money-making scheme. You know, good luck to them, whatever. But the point is the work has been done. The work has been done. Now, you can look at the work. Hopefully, you'll try and emulate the work, but of course, most people won't. You can dismiss it. You can, you can believe whatever you want. But, man, the next time I'm talking to someone and they're like, oh, but the flat earth is, I'll be like, bro, come on, man. This this is this has all been established, yeah. To this day, I still hear Abdefakeologists try and say, "Oh well, you know, this, you know, it, what is it, what's the word that he uses? Whatever word he uses, he's trying to make it sound like, oh, you can't prove it other way. It's like actually, Ab, yeah, you can prove the flat Earth is bullshit, and it's been proven. So why are you still pushing it? Maybe because of the same reason you're pushing this transvestigation nonsense. Maybe there's an agenda. I don't know, but it's been established, folks. It has been established a long time ago. Kevin Ali says, hello, everybody. Gandalf the White says, just have to check my comments. Not here anymore. Shadow banned, I assume. Shadow banned by who? I'm a shadow banner. Napoleon Wilson says, I can see you, Gandalf. Yeah, I can see you. Don't know what you're talking about, brother. All right, so let's see. There's a couple more things I wouldn't mind taking a look at. So Gino and I spoke about his Flat Earth experiment when we met up on the Gold Coast back in 2015, September of 2015. So once again, remember his experiment, his original experiment was... Where were we? Gino's... Oh, that's right. The curvature of the Earth. So that was in August of 2015. Then in September, we caught up on the Gold Coast. At the time, I was living in Brisbane, so about an hour, hour and a half on public transport to get to the Gold Coast. And then he was flying up from Melbourne to see one of his friends. So we decided to meet up at his uh, little uh, hotel or apartment, whatever it was, in the, in the Gold Coast. And we discussed the flat Earth a little bit. Let's take a look at this. Oh, yeah, I used to use that intro music. Hello, everybody. 
John LeBon here on Thursday the 24th of September and I'm here on location on the Gold Coast because I'm here with my boy Gino aka Cedric Goose. How are you today? Hello. And uh, we caught up yesterday and I stayed in this beautiful apartment that he's got overlooking. I'm sorry that wind chop that's only for the first minute it dies down after the first minute. The Gold Coast. I would call it a bay. Is it a bay out there? Is it an ocean? It's a beach. Beach, overlooking the beach of the Gold Coast, and uh, we've been discussing many things, haven't we, Gino? Oh, yes. Yeah, many things, many things, and one of the things that we've been discussing is an experiment that you did a few weeks ago, and I want all of the people subscribed to my channel to go and check it out. There'll be a link in the info box where you basically did a flat Earth experiment, and what was your conclusion, Gino? Pretty much was the whole thing, so and I, and I, it blew my mind. I thought, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this test myself, see for myself, see if it works out. So that, that's what inspired me. It's the reason why I did it. Um, and tell the listeners, you actually went out and bought a really good camera specifically for the experiment. Correct. Yes, I bought a Nikon P900 and um, drove down to because I live in Melbourne, Victoria, in Australia. And I drove down to the Mornington Peninsula to go with a couple of the, um, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of lighthouses on Queenscliff, and I was going to hopefully you know, measure the curvature, the expected curvature drop, and see if there was any of the of the lighthouses that were you know hiding behind it also, and see how it went. And uh, I've got down there, and I um, and I realised um, that yeah, I was having a bit of bad luck. I, I shot some at Tuckle Beach, and then I went to Portsea on a pier to see if I could see these particular lighthouses. And I was just having no luck, right? I couldn't at at um, at, at the Tukaruk Beach. I couldn't see anything. Uh, when I went to when I got to uh, Portsea, which is a, a lot closer, it was only four miles instead of I think thirteen miles. Uh, they were too close. Um, there was, I mean, there would have been curvature, but it was so minor, it's so hard to tell. So as you can see, Juno is a real guy, right? He's on camera here explaining what he did, why he did it, thinking through it. Guys, this, like, I'm very embarrassed that I've spent so much of my life dedicated to trying to share good information with the, the so-called truth scene. Yeah, there are some good people here, of course, and I've met some really cool people in real life, and I'm very grateful for all of that. But I didn't get into this just to meet a few cool people and, and do that kind of thing. I really thought that there were all these people out there, thousands and thousands, if not millions, who are here because they want to learn and they want to share what they've learned in an objective collegiate fashion that's what i thought was possible and it's just not the case and i think to myself man all the work that was done a lot of it now is ancient this is ancient this is eight years old just as relevant today as it was eight years ago of course but no one's going back and watching this even the stuff okay my first channel was deleted by youtube of course but even the stuff i've re-uploaded who's going to go back and look at it no one cares all people care about is what they already believe now and the people who tell them what they want to hear that's what they're into, all right? And yeah, had I known that eight years ago, I don't think I would have been as enthusiastic and uh, as hardworking as I was producing content. Again, all the stuff you guys just saw and heard, that's all from back before there was ever a Patreon or a JohnLeBond.com. I was doing this just as a hobby, working my regular office job during the day and doing all the YouTube stuff at night. Never asking for a cent, never receiving a cent. It was just a hobby. And... Uh, I learned a lot. And yeah, okay, I'm grateful for that as well. But the idea wasn't just for me to learn. I wanted to share what I learned as well. Like, look at the time I'm putting in. Yeah? 
Like sometimes people do stuff and they share it and you benefit. Like there are things that I've done where I'm like, I don't know how to do that. So I go on the internet and whether it's on YouTube or somewhere else, someone goes through and explains, here's how you do it. And then I go and do it and it works. I'm like, I'm so grateful that this person has put the time in and to share with me what they know because it's helped my life. That's what I was trying to do with the truth stuff. And to be perfectly frank, I don't think it really worked that much. Some people have sent me amazing emails or they've told me amazing things in real life about how my work has benefited them. That's awesome. But again, eight or nine years of my life, <laughs> eight or nine years of my life, and how many people can, can say honestly right now that they've worked out that space is fake but flat earth is fake as well? How many people can honestly say that and truly mean it and explain why? We'd be lucky if it's a few dozen. And that's just one topic that I spent time on. How about the history hoax? How many people actually understand that history is a hoax? There was no ancient Rome. There was no Herodotus. There was no Caesar. There was no Sun Tzu. Right? And this has all been docu- I've documented all about JohnLeBond.com as well. All the work, days and days. Some of these articles take literally days and days. Like actual days of just sitting there, researching, typing, re-edit, like editing it, retyping if necessary, right? going through the whole thing posting an article, making a video about it in some cases, all this time of research and content creation, days and days and days per piece, yeah? Showing you guys, here's how you can prove for yourself, you don't need me, here's how you can prove for yourself that the books that you think are thousands of years old, they were published 200 years ago. Here's how you can prove it for yourself. How many people really understand, really understand the history of hoax? Again, a few dozen tops. Now again, I'm very grateful and I'm glad those people exist and I've met some of them in real life. It's awesome. But man, to give eight or nine years of your life to this and to, to, and to discover this stuff and to only successfully share it with a few dozen people who actually get it, it's, uh, it's phenomenal. It's truly phenomenal. It's, uh, it's amazing when you think about it. Let's go back to the live stream chat. Ardman says, I thought the ball was a load of crap since I was a kid. Okay, Ardman, you could be an example of what I'm talking about here. When you say you think the ball is a load of crap, do you mean the giant spinning ball going through space? Because if so, then well done, you're right. But if you mean the ball altogether is a load of crap, okay, how do you explain the flights in the Southern Hemisphere from South America to Australia or Australia to Africa? How do you explain that? You can't. This is the problem with the flat Earth. Guys, you can't explain the flights. And then there are these clowns, fools and charlatans who are like, oh, well, the flights don't matter. I'm worried about the shape of the Earth, not the shape of the sky. The flights... What the hell are you talking about? Really? You, this is this is going to be your attempt to uh, to remain in delusion. Oh, the, the flights don't actually matter. All that matters is um, that water always maintains its level. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Water always maintains its level. Go to an ocean right now and it's not level. It's all choppy and shit. Oh, no, what I mean is it just... It, it wouldn't stick to a ball? It's like, okay, why not? It just wouldn't. <laughs> water doesn't stick to my tennis ball. Okay, so the tennis ball is the same as the earth now, is it? Oh, I see. I get it. Secrets of the Ages says, Mr. JLB are in a close... I think he means, are we in a closed Earth system? Can we leave terra firma? Well, obviously, I don't know, but I don't believe we can leave here, no. I think this is it. I think all we've got is the Earth. And I've travelled quite a fair bit of it. I've been to Africa. I grew up in Australia. I've been around Asia. Now I'm here in Europe. I've been all over Europe now. Not to all the countries, but I've been in the southern part here in Bulgaria. This is the southeastern part. I've been up to the northern eastern part, Estonia. I've been all the way to the western part, England. So I've traversed across Europe. I went to multiple countries in Asia. Four, in fact. Went to Africa. 
grew up in Australia, been all over Australia as well. I've been all over Australia, from Perth to Melbourne, Melbourne to Brisbane. I haven't been to Tasmania, fairly, like to be honest, but still, I've I've been all over Australia, and I'm telling you, that this place is a there's a lot of space out there, and there isn't there isn't eight billion people right now. They're saying there's eight billion people on Earth. Give me a break. I've been to the big cities. There's no eight billion people. I'll tell you that. But uh, but the Earth is the Earth. It's an amazing place. Really is like a wonderland out there. And but I think this is it, folks. I don't know what's down below the, the in the ocean. It's possible there's some something down there that I'll never see because I don't have the technology. But I haven't seen evidence that there's something down there, so I don't believe that there is. And there's no other space you can just write that one off from the beginning. So yeah, I think this is all we got. But I don't know that. That's just speculating. I'm just speculating there. I I have I don't know any more than you do about that. What I do know about is the stuff that I've done the work on, such as the maths to do with the ball earth and the observations that people like Gino have taken that fit in perfectly with the maths that don't fit in on a flat earth, period. And that, that is just one example. Someone left a comment on one of Gino's videos. Let me show you this. I'm just going to take a look at this. Someone left a comment about how, oh, the problem is uh, that the videos aren't tilting away. Guys, I made a video about why you would not see tilt over this distance. Again, using just the basic maths. And it's like, this is not complicated. This is not university-level mathematics. If you took high school maths, you should be able to understand the maths that's going on here. There's no way to be able to see the tilt. Hey, let's say, because you're trying to debunk the ball, right? Say we live on a ball, and you can see these buildings 36 miles away, right? But they're partly obstructed due to, one explanation is, the curvature of the Earth. Oh, okay, but if the Earth was curved, the building should be tilting away. How, how much should they be tilt- tilting away? Give me a number. Are we talking 5 degrees, 10 degrees? Because there is a number. You can work it out. Again, I, expo- I explained all of this in my video debunking the tilting Earth argument. All of these flat Earth arguments are debunked them one by one by one by one. One by one by one. Every single one of them. Finished. Finito. Forget about it. So if someone comes to me and says, Oh, okay, Joe B, you debunked some of the arguments, but not all of them. I'm like, no, I debunked all of them. There's not one that hasn't been debunked yet. They're all shit. They're all terrible. Okay? That's the end of the matter. As far as I'm concerned. Now, I want to show you one more thing. If we go to johnlebond.com and we go to this section here, free content. There's a lot of stuff that these days I can't put on YouTube. But I do put it at johnlebond.com. A lot of it just for the members, but some of it is also for you as well, the free content. So if you go to johnlebond.com free content, I've got podcasts where we look at things like 1984. We go through some of the key quotes and the key sections and I splice those in so you can hear like a professional narrator reading the book then we talk about these key sections why they're important we've had special guests on like the fakeologist himself Dave J and the war hoax that is the most popular member this called call to date more than 2,000 downloads when I last checked and that was months ago it could be much more than that now and these are real numbers too not like the fake numbers you see on YouTube a lot of the numbers that you're seeing on YouTube they might say that someone's just uploaded something they got 5,000 views those aren't real views and I can prove that I've proven it before Whereas when I tell you that I've had more than 2,000 people check out Dave Jane the War Hoax, those are not all legitimate downloads. We have the same bot problem all over the internet. But because my work is through johnlebond.com, I've got much tighter stats, much tighter control over what's real and what's not. So a lot of people listen to that one, Dave Jane the War Hoax. We do movie reviews. We look at 12 Monkeys. Myself and some of the members look at 12 Monkeys. Again, we play some of the clips. The Dave J Bombersation is there as well. We've got some videos, the Corona Grid, one of my personal favorites. Vaccine fear, why are they spreading it? Remember back in 2020, people were spreading this fear about the vaccines? I was like, why? And why is pop culture spreading this fear as well? There must be a reason. We look at that. 
and also some articles as well. The Epsilon Agenda, what's really going on with your kids when you go through the medical industrial complex. Your children never had a chance if you went through the medical industrial complex, I'm sorry to say. Never had a chance, not going to make it. Primary Source Research Methodology, which I've released. I did a live stream on that one, a two-hour live stream. So you can find that at johnthebond.com as well. The History of Histories, Why Herodotus is a Hoax. I'll say that again, Why Herodotus, that's better, is in fact a hoax. Nobody died, nobody got hurt as some grandfather of history. Give me a break. The Sync Books, Why Do These Coincidences Happen? Transcending 9-11, yes. There's more to 9-11 than just, oh, it was Silverstein and his insurance... Pa- no, that's you're, you're comp- that's a red herring. You've been red herring, I'm afraid. You've been completely red herring. No, there's much more to it than that. So go and check that out. Link in the info box below to free content at johnlebon.com. Go and check it out. Of course, all of this is possible. If you've enjoyed this live stream slash MP3 presentation, all possible thanks to the full members and the super agents at johnlebon.com. They support independent content creation and research. That's what I do. All possible thanks to them. Thank you very much. And then what else? I think that's about it. Let's check the live stream chat one more time. About 40 people watching live from around the world. Uh, We've got a few people in there, but uh, the chat's not really going that fast at the moment. R. Cook says, I can see my curve from an airplane. Obviously, he's taking the piss out of people who say that. Yeah. You're not going to try and hear me say that you can see the curve from an airplane, because I don't think that's true. A lot of the spinning ball earthers, their best arguments for their belief system, they were also crap. Both sides, man, were just crap. Crap on one side, crap on the other side. It was really a complete disaster. And I was exposing all of this from the beginning. But no, almost nobody seems to notice or care. They just want to believe what they believe. If they, if they believe in outer space, then they hate the flat earthers, and they hate me. If they believe in flat earth, then they hate the, out, the science fiction out of spaces and they hate me everybody hates the skeptic everybody just wants to believe stuff I get it it all comes with the territory doesn't it why do we go and check my twitter feed ooh I've got two notifications from Dave J in fact Dave J's uploaded one of his videos <laughs> do you guys want to watch a Dave J video about flat earth you want to do it let's check it out hold on a second let's go check this it's a 15 minute video we'll just watch a couple minutes of this I don't know if I've seen this one before Let's have a look. So the Earth is flat. The surface is built on a foundation, which is flat. The same idea when you build a computer chip that you're using right now to watch this. Okay, his audio is a bit too soft, and I could boost it right now, but I don't really want it. He's saying that the Earth is flat. Like, when I say I could boost it, I've already got it at max play on the YouTube. Plus, there's a garbage bin out the front. Getting garbage, I suppose. I think it's a garbage bin. I don't know. Obviously, I live in a... An apartment about six floors up, and I've got a balcony, and I, I can hear all the road the road noise. But I've got the door open because it's a it's a balmy day. But yeah, this is a video from uh, Dave J saying that the Earth is flat. Obviously, I don't agree with him. You know, Dave J did some good work back in the day, and I've got a soft spot for him. He's one of my truth uncles. But he's another one who just went crazy at times. You know what? I've got one more thing. All right, how about if I just look for Jeff C, and you can see I'll play this for you. Like I said, I've got the documents. Let's see if we can find the video where he's accusing all of us of working together. And then I'll see if I can get the Jeffrey Flat Earth update. See, some of these I still haven't re-uploaded. I've got them all. I just haven't re-uploaded all of them. Oh, yeah, Jeffrey C won the Golden Sheep Awards. What else have we got? Hmm. All right, it didn't come up in that search. What if we go for Lester? What if I search for Lester? 
<laughs> Lester. Good old Lesternedium. The curious case of Lesternedium. <laughs> no, that one didn't work either. What if I search for Jeffrey? No, if I just put Jeff in there, because Jeff seemed... That won't bring up the Jeffrey. Let's have a look. He said he wanted to curb stomp me. Yeah, that was crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did have a debate back in 2016, me and Jeffrey C. The great late old mate debate. Then I did the after show. I still remember that day, actually, pretty well. I used to take this whole scene so seriously, man. It was crazy. Hmm, where's my video? Oh, maybe... I know where it is. Okay, I know where to find it. Okay, bear with me here, folks. I know what I'm doing now. All right. If I go to Ego Trip Framework, I uploaded his video not to my channel, but to my website as part of an article. So if I go and find that article now, and then if I just search for Lester. Okay, Lester and the next dream. Curious case of Lester Needium. Oh, John LeBond. Or is it Lester Needium? John LeBond. Oh, this is one of the best articles ever written, folks. Unfortunately, this one is just for members of JohnLeBond.com. This is like a, this is big enough to be a book. And the amount of research, like, there's stuff in here that you won't believe, man. And it has to do with the truth movement, Jeffrey, PK, all these people. There's so much you guys don't know. And that, you know what? You don't even need to know. But I just want to find the video where we have Old Mate accusing us of all being... Oh, look at this. The Truth Movement with John LeBon. Man, good old times. Oh, Rosita's leaves the cult behind. I love this one. But there's no point playing it because it's all in Spanish. So for those of you listening to an MP3, you won't get it. But I love this video. Rosita's leaves the, co the, hoax behind, the, the cult behind, I should say. Yes. Oh, I thought the video was in there. Oh, maybe it's in Truth of Wars. That's right. I wrote an article, Truth of Wars. Could be in here. Truth of Wars in a Digital Age. Yes, I remember this one. Maybe it's in here. Let's have a look. Truth of Wars in a Digital Age. Could be in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. This is Here's a video of Dave J accusing me of being a, tr a shill. Check this out, man. This is from 2015. Now, if you go to the the value of this number, JLB, you'll find it just like you, heart's content, corrupt media, the idea that this person will give you what your heart desires. This person wasted a lot of people's time. He's talking about me. When he's talking about this person, he's and now he's on my channel. <laughs> so, so now he's doing the same thing that Jeffrey was doing. And yet Jeffrey accused me and Dave J of being on the same team. Can you see how freaking ridiculous all of this is? Of course, the 12, the 1, 2, into the 3, the idea of the cube, with this ball earth skeptic, right? They're skeptical of where they live. They're skeptical of the ground they walk on, even though within this video, this latest one, this latest nonsense... You can see that's a flat, flat earth. Okay, so for those of you who are listening, this is a video where Dave J, and I forgot about this video. I was looking for something else, but it's all coming back to me. This is a video where Dave J is now looking at the very same video that I showed you a moment ago with myself and with Gino at his apartment in the Gold Coast when he was on holiday, talking about his experiment. This is now Dave looking at that same video. 
Gino here, unless he's crushing beer cans on his head, is a complete tool. Alright, he has nothing to tell you. Also the fact and pattern of the waves, if you wanted to put your camera out there and watch the waves. Jungle Surfers brought that up, where the waves come in as sets, nice straight lines. Alright. So you're a Judas He calls this a Judas goat. He's either calling me or Gino or both of us Judas goats. And then he made a video where what happened was Gino fooled Dave J by pretending that he's because Gino's got a friend who somewhat looks like me, somewhat. And they pretended that that was me. It wasn't me. And then Dave J and other people fell for it. And then he tried to dox that guy, but he came up with the wrong guy anyway. Oh, man, we did have some fun back then. We really did. Oh, this is a guy who was trying to say that he found me in a newspaper. Look at this, right? Check this out. Hold on. Hi, guys. I was flipping through today's newspaper. Here we go. It's Monday, July 13, 2015. It's the Herald Sun. It's arguably the most popular newspaper we have in the city. 4.25 million people. And what would be the odds if you were down in Melbourne for a couple of days... They end up in that city's newspaper. The question being asked is, is Labor's grand final Eve public holiday short-sighted? John thinks it is. It's a bad idea. The government shouldn't be spending money on holidays but don't support it. Everybody else in this column did support it. That's also funny to me. I was the only one to go against the... Uh, it was a Vox Pop where the newspaper was a Vox Popping people. And when I was meeting up with another person who Gino knows, who I actually, I actually met Gino through this other guy. So when I was in Melbourne to meet up with him, I was waiting somewhere near um, Federation Square, near um, the main train center, the main, what's it called? Flinders Street train station. And I saw the, the newspaper people. I thought it was them anyway. I was like, I'll go across and see if they're doing a Vox Pop. And they were. And so they were asking about this um, proposal for a new public holiday for the AFL Grand Final. And what they quoted me as saying isn't what I said, but that's, you know, that's newspapers for you. So this guy has, he, this guy, this is like, I wasn't, I've never been famous, but I was famous enough that some guy I've never heard of, didn't even know about his channel. He has been reading through the newspaper one morning and he's seen me in there and he's decided to make a video accusing me of being a paid shill because how do you end up in a newspaper? Bro, it was a freaking Vox Pop. It wasn't like they did a full two page spread on John Le Bon and his crazy opinions. It was a freaking Vox Pop. And even in that Vox Pop, there I am going against the grain, as tended to be my natural uh, inclination. But I still haven't found the video with Jeffrey accusing us all of being, uh, all being the same team. I, I have got that video somewhere on this website. I know I have. See, I've got so much stuff documented. It's really crazy. Let's have a look. How about this? What if I put it up in Lester Medium? Maybe it's in the curious case of Lester Medium. Might be in there. Let's take a look. By the way, if you guys are listening, like, what's JLB? I'm looking at all the different articles. There's so many articles on John the Bond that include in videos that I embed the documentation I've got from the so-called truth movement. Let's have a look. Aha. Oh, Jeffrey. No, Jeffrey. Uh, Lester. Oh, these are all Lester videos. No, I want the one that Jeffrey did. Oh, here it is. Guys, I finally found it. This is Jeffrey accusing us of all working for the same people. Check this out. 
Okay, so the question is, the question du jour, question of the day, or the question of the week, perhaps, is why TransAsia, why now, why NWA on Monday, April the 4th, 2016, are you digging up this old dead horse? And I have extremely good reasons for it. What you see on the screen is really the biggest reason. All these channels... So what he's got on the screen is the avatars of... Uh, eight people. David Weiss, Russian Vids, Lester Needham, Dave Johnson, who you just heard a moment ago, JLB, Truth Media, also known as Red Pill, PK, and Jungle Surfer. Right? And he's got Trans Asia hoax channels. And what he's about to do is just draw circles around us. There are the main channels, the biggest channels. There's a lot more of them that are out there, but they're not really noteworthy. If you want this full video, you have to go to johnlebond.com. And this is actually embedded on a, on a member only article. A lot of the best stuff is only for members, folks. I'm sorry to say. Now we know. But if you are into this stuff, if you're really into it. Problem. See, look at this. I've just. All right, by the way, I've just fast forwarded to like the five minute mark. All he's doing is just drawing circles around people and then drawing arrows to people and then saying that I'm less than idiot. This is a real problem. So I, I would make a strong appeal for the last time for, for Truth Media to get, get out of there. I'm just fast forwarding again. Now, I, I'd rather not spend weeks, of course, on this. I'd rather... Have oh, no, no. He ended up spending months on it. But yeah, he's got this whole video dedicated to, yeah, the eight of us. David Weiss, Russian Vids, Lester Nidium, Dave Johnson, JLB, Truth Media, PK, and Jungle Surfer. Ah, oh, man. It was, it was crazy at the time. It was hectic. It was ridiculous. But in a way, I guess it, it was kind of fun. You know, it was, a, it was an ongoing drama and... I'm a lot more fun than the so-called truth seniors these days, that's for sure. I'm sick of listening to people talking about transvestigation nonsense, manduzzle nonsense, and uh, a lot of the stuff now, like people are still going on about the vaccines and to kill people. Like, come on, guys, you've had enough time. They might have killed some people, but there's no mass die-off. It's time to accept that, all right? Uh, COVID's pretty much over. No one cares anymore. And, uh, and the scene is just a, a shadow of what it used to be. It really is. I'm kind of, uh, I'm so over it, man. So over it. Let's check the live stream chat. What are people saying in there? Oh, Wardman Chris is in there. Interesting. Wardman Chris says, 33 proofs the world is not flat was a hilarious video. Thank you. I put a lot of vision to that one. Yeah, late old mate takes on a new meaning. Yeah, because Jeff is no longer with us. Yeah, yeah. Secrets of the Ages says, JLB, I will peruse your web pages. Thank you for your time, patience, and diligence in all fringe regards. I appreciate that, man. I do appreciate that. I used to do this for the first couple of years. It was just the passion, the hobby, wanting to try and help myself learn and then help other people and then learn from other people. I really thought we were involved in something, uh, something much bigger and better than it turned out to be. It turned out it was really just me shouting into the void with a whole bunch of uh, parrots parroting one person or another. That's what it turned out to be by 2015, 16, and then... Yeah, I built the website. I've got some supporters at johnlebond.com, which I appreciate. The members get together every couple of weeks. We have chats about all sorts of things. Most of it's off the record, but we do record a little bit. And I publish those as member calls. And so I'm very grateful for the members who can come along and have a good chat. So some very good people in that group who I've met. They've either come to Plovdiv to meet me or I've gone to meet them. I've, I flew to Estonia to meet one of the members of the site. I flew to England to meet one. Uh, one of them from America flew to Plovdiv to meet me. One from Germany flew here to meet me. One from England flew here to meet me. There were others who I met when I was in England, uh, when I was in Australia, I should say. And I'm sure I'll meet more. So again, that's all really cool. I'm grateful for it. But again, that's that's not what I thought there was when I got here. I thought there was 
thousands of uh, genuine independent thinkers, and there simply is not. There is not. Nothing even close to that. Nothing even close. I, EYE, is saying, we're saying we love you, John. Well, I appreciate that. It's always nice to know that some people appreciate what I do. Uh, let's see. Rob File says, all that drawing reminds me of Jerry DeCamp and his Meltology theories. Wardman Chris says, I think there are plenty of instances where you can see too far. Well, that's cool, Wardman Chris, but again... See too far based on what formulas. What formulas are you using, man? Listen, if you get a camera, you get a P900 like uh, Gino did, and you go to a place that you know is a certain distance from, or it's listed at a certain distance from where you are observing, and you get your camera as far down towards the the water as you can, all right, and then you document what you can see, and then you upload that. I will inspect the evidence, and if I can, if it turns out that we can see way more of the the building or the statue or the the mountain and the distance, whatever it is, I'll be the first to say so. But of the people I know who actually did the documentation, no, it fits in perfectly with the ball model. Based on the real formulas, not not the eight inches per mile squared formula, which is accurate when used properly, but it has to be done right at sea level, which you can't record from there. And the moment you go a few feet above that, guess what? That formula doesn't work anymore. You need to use a new one. And that's not a hoax or a conspiracy. Anyone who took high school maths can determine that formula for themselves. It's just a bit of algebra and transposing from basic trigonometry. It's not, it's not complicated. Yeah. It really isn't. But again, if people want to think they can see stuff that's too far, I'm here to try and change their minds. Tinkle Tink says, are the women nice in Bulgaria? Well, people ask me this all the time, and my reply is usually the same. Why don't you come here and find out for yourself? Anything I tell you might sound like I am biased or that I'm bragging or some shit. Don't take it from me. Why don't you come here and see it for yourself? And come here in the summer. Come here in the summer when they've, uh, they've got the goodies out. All right? This place is, my goodness gracious me, in the summertime. Don't come here in the winter. Whatever you do, don't come here in the winter. Please. Like, take it from me. You don't want to be in the winter. Uh, and not, not just because of, like... Not just because in the winter the women are, are all uh, covered up. I mean, in the winter, this place is not a place to be. This is not a place you want to be, folks. I made a lot of mistakes in my life to end up living in Plovdiv in the winter. Okay, a lot of mistakes. All right, don't make the same mistakes I made. Yeah. But in the summertime, oh boy, if you want to see the best there is, so, oh my goodness gracious me. Oh boy. All right, what else was I saying? Oh, yes. So, we've got 45 people watching live. Mm, see, now in the live stream chat, they're all talking about the the Slavic and the, the Southeast uh, European women. Women have that effect on people, don't they? Remember that when, uh, when Patricia Steer hit the scene? Man, she had a meteoric rise, didn't she? She went right to the top. People loved her. Because she was, many people thought, very pretty and well-spoken and adorable, is what a lot of people thought. And that helps. That certainly that, uh, is a big... Uh, shall we say, assistance when you're trying to get eyeballs on your material. Of course, that one didn't work out uh, too well in the end, did it? With Patricia Steer, there was a lot of uh, incidents and accidents and hints and allegations. And I don't even know what she's doing these days, old Patricia. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up there. We've got more people watching live than we have for the whole presentation, but we've been going for 90 minutes, and I've said, have I said everything I wanted to say? We've looked at 
Jeffrey with his nonsense. We've looked at... Oh, you know what? Okay. I might just play a couple minutes of this. This is when I just arrived in Bulgaria and I just got the news about Jeffrey. This is from 29 December 2020. At this time, I'm still in Sofia, which is the capital of Bulgaria. I've just arrived. I still don't know anything about the country. I knew, I knew so little about this place before I got here. I had really no idea what I was doing. These days, I've got a much better idea of what I'm doing. But at this point, I'm still just in a, in a strange place that I didn't know much about. And I just got the news about Jeffrey. Let's see what I had to say. December 29, 2020. John the Bond coming to you from it. Let me just move to the 720p version. That was a five. Beautiful, crazy Sofia, Bulgaria. Well, I wouldn't say it's uh, crazy. It is beautiful, though. Surprisingly beautiful place. And uh, I don't really know where I am. I just got to... Went for a walk to get a new USB mm, mouse for my computer. And then the store I went to didn't have one. They were closed, actually, because of this lockdown bullshit. Yes, it's even infected this country as well. So then I was like, all right, stuff. I'll just jump on a tram and go where it takes me. And then to me past a shop that I was like, that might be that might be what I'm looking for. And sure enough, it was. We'll take a look at this. What do you reckon that is? Pomeranian? Cute little thing. Yeah, so the uh, the phone... Sorry, the camera's uh, battery is running out, so he is probably... And of course, I was tired from like a long flight or whatever, but... um. Hold on, I'm just trying to find when I start talking about Jeffrey. This place is just so quiet. Last night... Yeah, this place was quiet because I just spent the last two years living in Southeast Asia. Yes, compared to Southeast Asia, even the capital, Sofia, is quiet, which it took me a while to adjust to. I'm in a hotel. And by quiet, I mean you just can't hear... No- like, there's so much noise in Southeast Asia everywhere you go. Till like, pretty close to the middle of the city. I mean, in the cities, obviously, if you go to some rural area, it'd be quiet, but... Uh, Southeast Asian cities tend to be very loud, but not uh, not Bulgaria. Last night, I was just laying in bed thinking, it is like... It, without passing yet, anyway. Asia's... So, uh, so the news has come through... Here we go. Jeffrey C. has passed away. Now, get this. Get this. I got into podcasting and then YouTubing for a whole bunch of reasons, but one of the biggest inspirations of life, one of the biggest inspirations was Jeff C of Free Radio Revolution. I really used to look up to that guy, big time. Back in 2014, looked up to him, looked up to Red Pill Revolution as well. So, you know, my path has gone in a very strange, my life's gone a very strange path the last uh, six or seven years. And there's a whole bunch of stepping stones along the way, things that happen that lead to where you are, but one of the big things was this guy, this Canadian dude, who was just breaking down the hoaxes, stuff that I used to think was real, like, you know, the uh, the school shooting with the 20 kids, the bombing with the two bad guys at the, the foot race, you know what I'm talking about, all these things. You know, Jeff, Jeff was one of the guys who helped to see that it was ridiculous, and he put a, like, a positive spin on it. All right, let me just fast forward. guys over 14 guys we're talking about. Into their show every week. They had a live stream show at the time. They had uh, some dude, was it Rob? Rob? And so they would have PK on, you know, the second or third hour of the show. And- anyway, what I do, this is a 15-minute video. I just reflect, this at the time when I just heard about the news about Jeffrey. This is when I was reflecting on the whole thing. Like, wow, this is a guy who was like an inspiration for me to get into all of this. And look at how doing all of this has changed my life. And then he turned on everybody and especially turned against me started saying all this dumb shit about me being a paid shill and whatever. And like, that wasn't just one video. 
He was doing live stream after live stream trying to destroy me, which most people couldn't handle something like that. In the end, I can't handle stuff like that. It's not a big deal. So I was okay. But for a lot of people, when that stuff happens to them, they just disappear. And I think that's what he was trying to do with me, but it didn't work, did it? And then, yeah, a few years later, we found out that he was six feet under. My heart goes out to the families. So it's funny. One of the leading spinning ball earth defenders and JLB attackers, Jeffrey, is gone. And then one of the leading flat earthers and JLB attackers, Bob from Lowbusters, he's gone. And here I am. I'm still standing. Very, very curious when you think about it. These people, they want to try and stop me. They, they go out of their way to try and stop me. <clears throat> and for what reason? I never came after these people. You know what I mean? I was just saying that I want the evidence. The stuff you're saying, I want the evidence. What's the evidence that the earth is flat? What's the evidence that the earth is a giant spinning ball? That's what I wanted. And these people couldn't deliver it because they were wrong. That's the end of the story. Quite literally in the case of both of those two characters. Strange stuff. All right, one more read of the live stream chat, then we do have to wrap this up. Big thanks to everybody who's been leaving their comments and taking part in the conversation. Gee, we're up to 46 watching live. You know, if I stayed up, if I just stayed up right now, we could probably hit 60 or 70. Same as we did a few months ago. I'm tempted, but I'm, I'm sober. I'm probably going to go to bed. Probably going to wrap up this stream, chill a little bit, catch up with the Wimbledon results, and then go to bed and try and get a good night's sleep and have a big productive day tomorrow. That's probably what I'll do. Whereas if I was having a few beers right now, I'd be like, hey, I can stay up a bit later. What's the, what's the worst that can happen? And I'll probably stay up until 4 o'clock, which is what tends to happen. But no, I think we'll wrap up there. So it has been the 3rd of July. In fact, we've just tipped over to the 4th of July here in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. We've been talking about the so-called truth movement. We've been talking about Flat Earth, how the work's been done. You can believe whatever you want to believe. You can believe whatever you want to believe. When you hear me talk about what I believe, you know I've got the work there. I've done the work. I can show you the work. When I talk about formulas or whatever, I'm not just parroting what someone said. I actually showed you from the very, from the basic hypotenuse of a triangle, right? From the basic trigonometry, right through to a not that complex formula. Here is why this is the formula. If you're, if you're recording from this high off the ground, here is how much obstruction there should be, right? From start to finish, take you through a 30-minute tutorial available at johnthebond.com for free, which I produced back in 2015 before there ever was a johnthebond.com. So when I talk about this stuff, the work has been done. And to all the people who still want to believe in this bullshit, like Flat Earth... I want you to come to me and tell me, what work have you done? Or are you just parroting what somebody has told you? And chances are, if you still believe in this crap, you're just parroting. And you know what? That's fine. That's what most humans do every day of their freaking lives. They just parrot what other people have told them. They're not doing the work. Okay, but I've done the work. I've been doing the work for eight years. In fact, it's 2023 20, now. I've been doing the work for nine years now. It's all there. It's all documented at johnthebond.com. Check those links in the info box below. And, oh, Senseless says, good to hear you. Wowee. They're all coming out now. People like Senseless have been here for seven years. They've been here since 2015. I'm glad you guys are still out there. A lot of people have disappeared, you know. A lot of people. And some of them, I'm glad they've disappeared. <clears throat> but there are other people who I'm, I wish I hadn't disappeared, but they have. It's a shame. So it's good to see that you guys are still out there. But uh, we're going to go out with a song. One of my favorite songs, in fact. We're going to go out with a song. Let me just see if I can find this. We're going to go out with a song called John the Bon or Lester Nedium. I'm John the Bon coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. Big thanks once again to all the people in the live stream chat. And uh, if you are listening to this as an MP3, I hope the audio was okay. I did my best. Thanks to the people who tried to help me with the audio balancing at the beginning. 
Check out johnthebond.com. There's a ton of content there waiting for you. I know a lot of people refuse to spend any money on independent content. I get it. We all have better things to spend our money on, like mainstream media, drugs, alcohol, other frivolous pursuits. Far more important than supporting independent media. I get it. I totally get it. There's a ton of free content at johnthebond.com. So don't worry about that. And then for those of you who do support this content, thank you very much. You're the people making it possible. Without you, this would not be happening. So let's go out with John the Bond or Lester Needham. And uh, I'll see you guys again sometime soon, I'm sure. Until then, ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao, everybody. Bye-bye. Hello, friends. John LeBon here on the John LeBon. Oh, is it less than any arm? John LeBon. John LeBon. Is it less than any arm? John LeBon. Is it less than any arm? Cause they say that you're a shill, the things that you say. And you can sit on that fence all day. Barn, 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 oh, John LeBon, oh, is it less than medium? 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 Cause they say that you're a shill of things that you say. Sit on that fence all day. It's your little, I forgot to mention, I didn't make that video. One of my either fans or haters made that video. In fact, back in the day, a lot of my fans were haters. In fact, even to this day, I think some of my fans are still haters. I've got people who are like hater fans and fan haters. I'm a very polarizing figure, even though I'm not trying to be. Guys, if I wanted to be polarizing, I could do it. I could tell you things that you don't need or want to hear, but are true. But I don't do that. I try not to do that anyway, at least with the public content. I try to just stick to stuff that maybe you're ready for. But thank you to Troll Access for John Bon or Lester Needham. Goodbye, everybody. Ciao, ciao.